Hey yo. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. This is our very first podcast, and we are super excited to be here, and we invite all those that rock with us. We represent the girls with the baby hair and the bamboo hoops, box braids, door knockers, PhD, those that are walking to yoga while listening to Tupac. (laughs) This is a space for us to be ourselves, um, authentic and unapologetic, complex, Confused. Whole ass black women. Or women of color. You like that? that. I'm a whole ass (laughs) person of color. Because mom is white. Next. Okay. So, (laughs) in order for you to follow along with us, you have to be up on some new terminology. Because, like Shanti said, we are from the 215. And uh, we tend to have our own language here, so we're about to bless y'all with some... Uh... Yeah, so you know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> but the first and most important word to know in Philly slang is John. And what is a John? A John can be used as a person, place, or thing. A noun. For example, <laughs> yo, Antoinette, please pass me that John. Yo, Shanti, you see the John right there? John bad as shit. I think he's my husband. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> you understand? I think we should bless him with one more. I think just one more. One more. Draw it. Draw, draw it. That's a childhood classic. <laughs> oh, you drawling, yo. <laughs> drawling is when somebody's doing way too much. Doing They're the just most. being very annoying. I think the young kids these days are, are using Aggie. It's oh like yeah, a, Aggie. It's okay. A cinnamon. 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 <laughs> it's cinnamon of Aggie. <laughs> so don't draw, okay? We don't like that shit. And there's no pro- appropriate way to spell it. People put an L on the end, but you don't really say that. The L is silent. Okay. So we're sh- not gonna use those words at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so Shanti, yes. I need you. To, I need you to start me off. I need. I need everybody to know that Shanti is my bestest friend in the whole wide world. She's my sister from another mister. And uh, Shanti, uh, would you like to tell folks a little bit about yourself, maybe? Bless the people with a little background information. Well, my name is Shanti. I was born in Hawaii. Hey. Which is a fun fact. People are really impressed by that. (laughs) I was born in Hawaii, um, raised in a super strange, interesting, loving family in Philadelphia. Um, Met Anton in Germantown. G-Town. Germantown's on the come up. If you're looking to invest in property, (laughs) I think that's the place to go, buy a house there. Um, And I uh, spent some time being homeschooled. I went to public school, and I eventually met Antonisi in high school. And I never forget the first time I saw her. 
I was new, so I had transferred to Kappa. We went to a performing arts school. Yes. Um, I had transferred to Kappa Shout in eleventh grade, and I was kind of like the new girl. And I remember walking. I remember turning <laughs> my head and seeing this girl with fatigues on <laughs> and heels, militant as fuck, <laughs> and blonde curly hair oh. and a jug of water. <laughs> And I remember being like, yo, she is grown. Like, yo, she is grown and grown. she's really pretty. Aww. And being like scampering off to my locker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we weren't really friends in, in high school, no. contrary to popular discourse. But uh, that's where but we, we met. we had a mutual friend. That's where we met. And now... Uh, what about you, though? Tell me about, about you. Me? What about me? Who am doing? I without other people? <laughs> What are you doing? Are right you, now. Is there a child in your life? Yeah, is there a business? Right now, um, I'm a mother to an incredible seven-year-old, about to be eight-year-old, uh, Jolie Grace. Yes. The love of my life. Um, I opened the Sable Collective in Philadelphia a year ago. Yes. What is the Sable Collective? The Sable Collective is a boutique in Philadelphia mm-hmm. that is curated for women of color it's a space for us to walk in and feel welcome all of the clothing art jewelry um is reflective of our culture and who we are all not all we're really intentional about having majority of the products made by women, specifically women of color. Yes. And it's just been a wild motherfucking so ride. So we support in black business. Child. Oh, fancy. Yeah. But uh, that's what I'm doing right now. And um, AKA, I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> so. Well, we're trying to do a fucking podcast. Trying to figure no, this out. No, we are doing it because this is God's Speaking plan. Speaking into existence. This is God's God's plan. plan. <laughs> All right, so I am Antoinette. I was born and raised in Philadelphia, moved around a little bit after my parents separated, started out in Roxborough, very sheltered, moved to the Northeast, back to Roxborough, to Frankfurt. It was a, Those are the whitest parts of Philly. Not Frankfurt. Frankfurt? Okay, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And the Northeast where we were by Cotman? Nah. I just never been there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just stared um, So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I met Shanti. I was, uh, I met Shanti in high school. Went to what the performing arts school. Talk to Talk about your first impression can I, of me. Can I say something? about me. <laughs> I was a hater. I, so, I was, <laughs> I was a vocal major in high school. I was very serious, as you can hear. I was very militant. I had just gotten into uh, Philadelphia Freedom School, which if you don't know what Philadelphia Freedom School is, I suggest you go figure it out. It is a literacy-based organization that is intergenerational learning. It's amazing. And I was on my, like, Black Power Malcolm X tip back in the day. But I got word that there was another mulatto coming to our school to be in our clique, and I didn't like it. Mulatto. I was a hater. (laughs) I was like... Provocative word. Well, we got to be provocative (laughs) on this bad boy. We also have that that episode coming up where we discuss being tragic mulattoes. Anyway, so, yeah. I met Shanti... I didn't really know her well. She didn't sing. She didn't anything that I... don't fuck with anybody. <laughs> right. That was really what it was. She was nice enough, and I was nice enough, and that was it. Ended up getting into a bad relationship. She lived by my job at the time, and I just started stalking her and trying to get her to be my friend. Because that's and normal. And so we'll go, we'll go into that in, in another episode. We were, we've been on many stakeout stalking. My first... Uh, 
person that I was intimate with, but that's all right. <laughs> that's how we bonded. Antoinette, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so I am Antoinette. I went to college in New York. I never left. I currently reside in Brooklyn. I am an actress, singer, dancer, um, activist, and arts administrator. Say it with your chest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying out here. Riding around and getting it. I'm trying. I'm riding around getting something. <laughs> So yeah, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I work for a really great organization that I will not name so I don't get fired from them listening to me curse on the interwebs. And yeah, I'm here. And we are co-founders of Around the Way Curls. We didn't Give even talk about Around the Again. Way Curls. Around, Around the Way Curls was a fabulous <laughs> blog and YouTube channel that we had back in the day. Um, some like to say that we helped pioneer the natural hair movement. We did. Well, okay. Then we did. And we did a great job until Russians hacked us and our site is gone. Yeah, so there's no evidence. Of <laughs> there's no evidence of, of our greatness, but we are making a comeback. And uh, we here. We here. We stand in tall. So on our first podcast, it's only right that we lead this topic with sisterhood. Mm. Sisterhood is the foundation of... All the things. Our relationship, <laughs> like sisterhood is why Around the Way Curls is even here, why this podcast is even motherfucking relevant. Amen. Um, so I wanted to kind of share um, a quote from Audre Lorde, which is in Bell Hook's book, Sisters of the Yam, which is like a must read, I think, for all black women. Um, and the quote goes like this. We have to consciously study how to be tender with each other until it becomes a habit. Because what was native has been stolen from us, the love of black women for each other. But we can practice being gentle with each other by being gentle with that piece of ourselves that is hardest to hold. By giving more to the brave, bruised girl child within each of us. By expecting a little less from her gargantuan efforts to excel. Hit me in my chest. I don't know about y'all, um, but I think I think in any intimate relationship, um, whether it's you know with a, a romantic partner, but in any relationship, you can show up fully when you kind of have a sense of yourself and how to love yourself and how to be patient and present and loving towards the flawed parts of yourself um, so that you can show up in a relationship and offer that to someone else. I, I, oh, go ahead. I feel like with, with me, although it's been unconscious, I think, especially in our relationship, um, <clears throat> that, that kind of like, that's been, I'm practicing that with you all the time, you know, showing up for you when you know I see your bullshit <laughs> but still being there for you um and because that's something I have to do for myself especially as a mother like mm-hmm. it's just unconditional love because kids are kids and they're annoying but you always <laughs> have to show up for them so that really resonated with me especially the the, the part about the need for us to be to excel, the need for us to want to be the best. And so you kind of go into your relationships comparing. Right. You go into the relationships um, trying to hide those hurt parts of yourself because you don't want that right. to be 
used as collateral. Collateral, is that the right word? Against you. So I think it's a really good meditation. I think it's something to observe in our intimate relationships with with women, whether it's a mother-daughter, sister-sister, sister-friend kind of thing. Um, If we are showing up with that tenderness and with that patience and with that kind of innocence that is needed for for real love to happen, unconditional love to happen or whatever. I think it's so interesting because when I think of sisterhood, it's a very complex thing for me. So like just like you were saying, um, right now in my life, in my 30 years, I have gotten to a place where I truly want to see women win. Yeah. And I feel like that wasn't always where I was just because I grew up very competitive and I grew up with a sister who I was always kind of compared to and I always felt like there were certain things she excelled at and there were certain things I excelled at and we always wanted to excel at what the other person was great were known to be great for in in everybody else's eyes. And so our relationship was really interesting where we love each other. We would ride or die for each other, but there would be this kind of tension and conflict. And a lot of it was internal where we would suppress it and not speak on it, but we would be triggered by it. Mm. From each other? From each other and from other people. Definitely from other people. Um, and, And from each other. There'd be something that I say, you know, I might say like, if she... She really, my sister is a beautiful woman, very graceful, very eloquent, beautiful dancer, actress, um, model, and now a writer. And so those were some of the things that I was not known for. I was known for being very outspoken, very um, rambunctious, very funny, very loud, big voice, singer, talented. And um, I feel like she was praised for being pretty always, and I was praised for being talented. And so we wanted that other thing from each other mm-hmm. um, or from other people. So it was it was interesting. If I said something that triggered her, like, you know, a- anything, like if she couldn't figure something out, how to put something together, be like, oh, you think I'm stupid. I'm just this pretty stupid girl. And uh. it would be triggering. And so it would really affect our relationship. It has up until really, I think, the last couple of years where we're finally getting back to that very innocent place of you are my sister. Mm -hmm. Fuck what everybody, fuck all the noise. Mm -hmm. I love you. You know, that kind of thing. But it took us a long time to get there. And it took for a lot of people, a lot of outside help to help us see. Um, But I was someone that grew up as a result of that comparison insecure. So even like when I said to you, I was a hater. Like I didn't not want to see you win, but I was, I was very territorial about the girls and like, the girls she's talking girls about, in I, terms of, I, I came in as an outsider to it. So we, right, we have like, of, what, a group of five, there's five best friends. Yeah. We all have tattoos. We're a gang. And, <laughs> uh, you know, there was four of us and I was the only, you know, white and black girl. And I, that was like a big slapstick joke all the time. Like, oh, well, you're white. You're the, you're like, so it was like my thing. It was, it, they didn't mean any harm, but it was funny. And so when I heard that there was another one coming, it was I got very territorial and very like, there's not enough room there's for both of us. Mixed girl coming. There's no, right, but there's not enough there's room not for her in this group. And it was it's, it's so whack of me. It was so um, immature and and really just basic. Like it was the most basic thing. And so it's so interesting to me that I 
kind of looked at you as that way. But but then when I was down and out in a horrible kind of relationship, I reached out and I needed that from you. And the fact that you offered it was great. But I, I think that um, I was always really struck by, I love Beyonce. So when she used um, Chimamanda Adichie Ngozi's quote, in her song Flawless, it spoke to me, especially the end part, because the first part's about, you know, you teach girls to shrink themselves. And I was never really that girl. I never shrunk. There was one relationship that I'd shrunk in a bit, but I, I grew up very strong-willed and very like, I am woman, hear me roar kind of thing. But at the end, she says, um, we teach, uh, we ra- excuse me, we raise girls to see each other as competitors not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the intention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be... Se- oh, really, the sexual beings part, not it. But we teach basically the attention of men part. And so that was how... The attention of men, unfortunately, I think a lot of women base their value off of that. And so women around them are their competitors. You know, they're running around here, I have to be the prettiest. I have to be... The, the smartest, I have to be the best cook, I have to be the, and so there's all this competition, but I find that it doesn't feel like friendly competition. It doesn't feel like where we're trying no, to make ourselves dark, better. It's a dark, right. um, it's a dark poison that seeps into relationships and is often not addressed. Mm-hmm. So it comes out in many subtle ways, especially with close-knit relationships. But... I think the best way to combat that and what I found with our group is that I can be my messy, vulnerable, dorky at times, controlling self with y'all. And I can cry, I can yell, I can be wrong, and I can seek advice, and I can really just peel back those layers that I have that guard me from within society. And so with that, I think I'm less in competition. Like, I just feel safer. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think sisterhood is so important. Like, there are certain women in my life that I want to really see win, and I'm really actively working to promote them and put, you know, and to just assist them in any way I can for them to be great. And for, the f- for like, one of the first times I really, I really don't compare. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. myself to them. I think... Um... I think this new wave of activism mm, mm-hmm. is definitely pushing this as well. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's I'm, rooting, right now. I'm rooting for black people, yeah. and then it's like 
another level of that is like I'm rooting if you're a black woman I'm rooting for black women as well so it's kind of like it's really healing it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to for us to be excited for growth yeah. and for success and to admire one one another and to openly praise admire. each other yeah, yeah I think it's I think it's and a really hot healing um, process but I know I know that or I think that <laughs> it's super important for you to have some self-awareness because you can yeah. say, yeah, girl, I'm rooting for you, blah, 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 blah. But you have an inner dialogue that's maybe putting yourself down in comparison to that mm-hmm. other person mm-hmm. or maybe Which you're is entertaining. Human. Human. Yeah, so I think it's important that we're always practicing self-love with ourselves and being like, wait a minute. But you can, your people can hold you accountable. Uh, that's they can who, help hold you they're accountable. They're the people that you, you practice with. Right? That's and your tennis you, match it, right, right there. Exactly. If you become vulnerable with these people, they can even help you see it. Yeah. There's a lot of things about myself. And Shanti is so great. She has this way. Uh, like in the car today, she was asking me a question about, you know, well, about one of the things that I could work on in my, in, in my life. Something that I need, to, I have some room for growth. Well, I think. <laughs> I know. And she was just like, so what do you think X, Y, and Z stems from? And so, of course, I had to go into, you know, whatever trauma I've dealt with that's led me to, basically, she was asking me why I accept shit from men sometimes. And so I was, I had to explain that to her and through explaining it and through explaining, you know, my own traumas or whatever the case is, I became more self-aware. Right. Which is... That is why you have to have dope women in your right. life because sometimes it's too sometimes you can't see it yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just think the world is happening around you and car, you know and the universe is just fucking up and you're just down and out and it's nothing you're not is being accountable for your right. stuff. Right. Everything is a co-creation. Yeah. Everything. Ooh. And it is. Say it again. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Everything. Is a co-creation. My dad has said that to me since I was three, maybe three or four. So it's just so important to be able to see your part in it. And dope women help you see that. And hold you in a tender way. Yes. To be like, bitch. I love you, but you you fucking up. (laughs) Why you keep giving that nigga money? Yo, that's, (laughs) (laughs) that's like jazz yesterday being like, girl. I love you, but I didn't done this, and you is a whole fool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, don't do it. So it's it's like it's that it's that it's it's super necessary, super necessary. So in speaking about these these relationships, these uh, sister friends, they don't just happen, right? Like we have to cultivate them. We have to figure out ways. No new friends, <laughs> no. You- <laughs> Well, no new friends now for me. I'm anti. Uh, I'm sorry. Tonight, I, you are open to new friends? I said no new friends. This is some I'm, interesting I'm shit. not. I, 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 I'll be honest. I'm not the most open Friendly. person. What? 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 Did you say what? friendly? Said that. <laughs> Edit that out. I am friendly. I'm just, I have the people that I trust I in my life. I think you would be such a challenge for a lot of women oh. that. Because Why would you say it's the that? same way that I, when I saw you, oh. <laughs> 
when I saw you in high school, (laughs) excuse me, when I saw you in high school, I was like, oh my God, she is scary. (laughs) I think a lot of women, a lot of people, but once you, once people get to know you, you I don't like, shrink myself for anybody. So if you can't well, hop I don't on board, think, I don't yeah, know what to tell you. Yeah, you're very intimidating for a lot of people. You just okay. have a very beautiful resting bitch face. <laughs> you're but very I am assertive. A ba- I am a teddy very, bear. I know. But for a lot of people, they just they, it would be it. probably hard for them to make friends with you but once you're but once you're once open you're in, i think i'm the opposite i think i'm easy for people to like but you be friendly all the but walls then up. you ain't gonna get into this motherfucker <laughs> get into my secret world Amen. that's you <laughs> we can laugh no, and so, joke. Saying, so this is so these are the obstacles that people face right when trying to build these kind of relationships so new I, friendships, new right, sisterhood, new right, new sister friends, and it's hard. It's hard out here in this crazy world. So I think that it for me, I can't speak to for everyone, but something that I do is that in order to build a new relationship, I'm definitely very observant, which is maybe why I can be a little bit intimidating because I'm probably staring at you, watching you, seeing how you interact with people, trying to figure out how your heart functions and. You know, if if you are really a, a, if you're really intentional, basically, and so I observe, and then once I decide to trust you, and once I decide that I want to try to explore with you, um, I'm very she vulnerable. You. Oh, and I stop. It becomes you. a possessive. <laughs> becomes a case. Shut the fuck. Well, I. You know what I guess. <laughs> I go hard in the paint. I, I, you know, I show up to your house in the middle of the night. I drive there and cry outside and, and call you until you answer. People have no context for this. This is the way that our friendship actually started. So it's crazy. But it wasn't true. like I didn't know her. It wasn't like that. It was the okay. I took a year off before college. I did AmeriCorps, so my girlfriends were gone, and my one friend that didn't go to one girl is not pursuing her education. (laughs) Don't upset me. I did AmeriCorps because I did not have money for. I'm talking about me, bitch. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) who who's not doing anything and still in Philly? Shanty, Shanty, Indian looking girl. Shanty? No, so I literally drove to Shanti's house when I was really sad one day, and I sat outside and called her until she came out. She was like, what is wrong with her? I'm not suggesting that for everybody. Yo. What I'm saying is you have to be vulnerable. I was vulnerable in that car. I needed someone and something. And she and she rose to the occasion, but I think that you have to, when you're pursuing someone in a friendship or any relationship, you have to give that person that first kind of sign of interest, of interest and trust. Hey, Ooh. I'm passing you this. This is a part of me that you could actually use to harm me. I'm opening myself up to you. Let me see how you deal with it. Oh, you're good? Okay, then I'll give you a little more of me and more. And it's that kind of give and take that I think that we have to actively uh, pursue. But it's it's difficult now because people's trust is like on 0%. But you have, to, you, have to, you have to leap and hope that the net is there. The net, you know, hope is there to catch you. And if it's not, someone else will show up. There are too many dope-ass women out here for somebody else not to scoop you up and 
and be there for you. And I go back to that being love is a form of resistance, right? Mm -hmm. So like building these relationships where you're emotionally supported, building these relationships where you can be yourself and have fun and wild the fuck out (laughs) and laugh and cry is the fuel for you to have clarity and for you to kind of um, be present in, in the change that's needed in this world. And I think it's really important as someone who I can say I'm generally guarded, quote, guarded. <laughs> that bitch don't you. give you nothing. <laughs> nothing. Which is so strange. It's, 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 I mean, it's outside, not how you come off. It's not how I come off. I, I like to hold space for other people. I like to know about yes. other people, but I'm not very used to, and it requires a certain kind of pursuit <laughs> for me to be comfortable in opening gotta up be in stalked. that way. She got to be stopped. <laughs> I got to know you want this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but there's an awkward phase that has to happen, and I'm changing because I'm learning from women that have pursued a friendship with me that community is life Mm. so i'm actually i'm i'm my my mantra has changed from no new friends to hi how are you (laughs) 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 will you be my friend and it's because i for one i took a leap and kind of put myself in situations with people that i didn't know Mm -hmm. um one place being the Soul Fire Farm. Oh yeah. I took a leap what of is the Soul the Fire Soul Farm, Farm is a community farm in upstate New York ran by this amazing couple that educate and um, are basically activists yeah. through the, the ways of, of food. And I they have this black and Latino immersion um, what do you call this? Co- not course, but they have this black and Latino emerging camp. I don't know yeah, what the fuck like to call it. Com- where you just go up there and you hang out with folks that you don't know. And we cried. <laughs> <laughs> Every day we cried. And I left feeling like I knew these work. people. Yeah. And yeah. it was beautiful. And from that, I made friends. And I, I connected with people that I didn't know previously that also lived in Philadelphia and from that you know I was being invited to community dinners every Wednesday and I was like what the fuck are these people doing gathering every every Wednesday intentionally Mm. and building friendship that's what building community is is you intentionally link up with people and get to know them right and I've met some incredible people it was a life-changing experience but it came for me taking that leap following what you said, being vulnerable, being in spaces where I was uncomfortable, and then kind of going through that awkward process of getting to know somebody and having such beautiful fruits blossom. So get out there, guys. Get out there and make some new friends, goddammit. I cannot. Fight the powers that be. Holding hands. (laughs) Wait, but do you think that it had anything to do with you having JoJo? Like, do you think, like, because it takes a village. Sagittarius. No, I was just like, I, I got to do something different. I need adventure. Um, oh. Jolie is perfect for me building really strong sisterhood. Yeah. Like, me and my girls have been through some stuff. And when men or partners weren't present, mm-hmm. I was next in line. I got you. I'm picking up yeah. your son. I'm going to make us some chicken. <laughs> We're going to watch some shows. I might beat his ass. <laughs> And we're going to repeat next week. (laughs) 
And I still have women in my life. Like, I would not be able to mother the way that I do mm. without... Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <a> <laughs> I'm so serious. So. Sisterhood is my foundation with starting from my mom. My mom is yes, the first person that's like, bars. I got your back like a chiropractor. <laughs> And she has been an example to me on how to how to protect and ride for women in my life. We keep this motherfucking world going. Amen. Hey, we keep this world turn. Ah, woman. Replaced. That's a whole nother thing to deal with, right? I'm bitter as fuck. AKA. Fuck these men. What? Who said that? Oh my god. Sisterhood. So, so do you guys have so do you guys have strong bonds? Like if you don't, why? Have why? you been hurt by women? Especially if you haven't had a strong relationship with your mother, mm-hmm. has that led to you kind of not being able to connect and trust women? Are you that girl that's like Mm-mm, don't be that girl. This, this, what's listen, the girl? The girl this is this is actually every week we're going to have a takeaway. <laughs> So we want to leave y'all with something to reflect on. And the, the takeaway for this first episode is going to be, if you are the girl that says, I don't have no female friends. I don't know why I just get along with guys better. You're the fucking fuck? up. You're fucking up. It's you. Everything in life is a co-creation. Uh, Figure it the fuck out. You need some female friends uh, in your life. I mean it. I'm, I don't care. I'm soften this up a little bit. <laughs> I know. This is how I love. I, I tell you straight, straight away. I'm a straight shooter. Get it together. Go get a diary. Go figure out go where therapy, it right. Girl. Figure out what, what is wrong with unpack you? your it's trauma. Probably figure started out. with your mom. Right. She probably didn't hurt your you. Your auntie, grandma, somebody. I understand. We all have trauma. What did you say earlier about childhood? You fucked me up. No. That's not <laughs> what you said. Uh, you said none of us make it out unscathed. It's very <laughs> I hate you. It's very true. But you you have, you cannot go through life. Without this feminine energy, yes, you you divine feminine yes, energy. You cannot go through our life. God is nursing you. You better go sit down. You better read about your yoni. You better get connected <laughs> to who you are as a woman and who these women are around you and what they represent. Do not be that girl because you are missing out on a whole other world. And if you don't, again, the takeaway. If you don't have strong relationships in your in your life, after you've done some examination as to why, go relentlessly, fearlessly, yes. vulnerably yes. pursue them. Come on. Find that woman come on, come on. that you love. Yes, come on. Find that woman that inspires yes. you. Come on. She got her shit together, or it seems like it. <laughs> Stalk her. Stalk her. Say yo. Stalk her. You're only as good as the people around you. So get Say it some. again. Say it again for the people in the in the back. Say it again. You're only as good as the people around you. So find some dope ass women that are riding around and getting it for the nine nine and the two thousand. <laughs> and with that said, I think we out. Bye bye. Bye. You have just heard an around the way curls John. Follow them on Twitter 
at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. <laughs>